We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. up guys welcome into another edition of bogey free i am your host matt jones you can find me on twitter at matt jones tfr and we are back with another solo pod i guess technically it's the 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 first real solo pod it was just a little intro last week uh we are going to uh go through the segments that i that i mentioned last week we're going to start off uh quickly talking about the Sony Open, it was it was an exciting finish. Um, Cam Smith coming from behind, he won. Uh, Brennan Steele came into the came into Sunday with a, a, a few stroke lead and kind of faltered there down the stretch. Hit a bad shot on the uh, on the final par three and then uh, just just completely butchered it <laughs> um, more or less on eighteen as well. So. Um, Good for Cam though. Bit of a bit of a quirky win for him, uh, if only for the fact that he actually lost strokes on approach, which uh, I guess it was the first time that that's happened since uh, the John Deere Classic last year. Dylan Fratelli uh, did the same thing, but it's 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 extremely rare. Just it, it did happen recently, but um, there aren't a, a ton of examples that people can point to. I think Jason Day did it once. Uh, a few years ago, so definitely uh, an an interesting accomplishment, if you want to call it that. You know, a win's a win is a win, but uh, definitely something that we don't see too too often. Uh, before we jump into the show today, I do want to remind you guys that if you are a listener of the show who is not subscribing to Rotoviz already, you can get a special ten percent discount through the podcast by page by going to rotoviz.com/podcast. 
I'm I'm sure you're thinking to yourself like what's wrong with this guy the the golf content is free through the masters why am I why am I signing up for anything um, obviously we we have all this great content on the NFL side uh, getting you ready for the NFL draft we have uh, some recap pieces some look aheads to to next season uh, if you're in dynasty leagues if you're playing some DFS uh, for the last couple of weeks of the season and you the NFL season and you want to you know try to take down one of those GPPs before uh, the season is over you can get subscribed with that discount save yourself a few bucks and uh, and support all the shows that we put on here at rotoviz on this channel uh, that's rotoviz.com slash podcast to find out more about the discount and all of our other offerings here at rotoviz all right so we 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 had a, an interesting week for the cash locks. The uh, wasn't our best. We had a uh, a one for two with making the cut. Uh, Eam finished in twenty first, while Ches Revy missed the cut by a couple of strokes. Sung Jae Eam was was ninety six hundred, uh, and he he really was was playing great through fifty four holes. He was live for the all four under seventy bonus. He went 69, 68, 67, and then he came across the the par four 16th hole on Sunday. So I guess that would make that like the 70th hole of his week. And he his brain exploded. Like there there's no there's no other way to describe it. He went from the right side of the right green side bunker, then he hit it across into another bunker on the left side of the green. Then he did not managed to get out of that bunker and then I think he was just on full tilt at this point uh and and ready to ready to to pack it up and head home and he ended up leaving a two foot three inch putt short uh to triple bogey and you know but double bogeys triple bogeys happen every so often uh typically they don't happen right at the end of the tournament like that and that actually put him from what would have been a tie for seventh place into a tie for 21st place. So not, not the best, uh, not the best finish for our guy. Um, but definitely, uh, definitely perform better than Ches Reevy. Uh, he just never, he never really got things going at the Sony this past week. He went three over in the first round. He did not, uh, he did not card a single birdie. Uh, for the whole round he lost about a stroke and a half putting on Thursday and then was pretty neutral on Friday Uh, but he did not even record a birdie until his 27th hole Uh, and he missed the cut like I said by two strokes so I think realistically I think the process was okay with that pick um 86 or 8400 seems like a reasonable price for him most weeks and we talked about how great his course fit was and I uh, definitely thought that it was uh, it was going to be a good good week for him but um it was not meant to be so to recap so far this this season we've been through these two tournaments now uh three of four have made the cut the average pi- price has been 9100 I, I like to keep that a little bit lower so uh, definitely going to look for a little bit more value over the coming weeks to uh, to drop that down. The average finish position was 24 and a half so far for the cash locks, 
and the average DK point output was just over 70 points. Um, so even with even with Revy missing the cut, um, hopefully you had some you were overweight on Eam and that helped out a little bit because he did he did still manage to uh, to put up a, a decent showing. He, he scored 71 uh, DK points. So um, hopefully that hopefully that helped you out a little bit and uh, and we'll definitely try to get a couple guys through the cut this week and see what we can do. Make sure you tune in to tomorrow's show for the cash locks from myself and from Evan, and we'll be uh, we'll be doing the mid range matchups and the buy or sell and all that good stuff. So definitely, definitely make sure you check that out um, when it posts tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, um, so I, I mentioned also last week that I was going to go through my my lineup my single entry or cash or sometimes those are those are both the same thing um i i threw this lineup into the albatross obviously ches Reeve missed the cut so um that <laughs> that didn't help but uh kyle stanley also missed the cut he missed it on the number the lineup ended up putting up 360 or 316 points rather um and and really it it sort of it was a little tilting like Kyle Stanley missed the cut on the number like I said he played well um Stanley is never going to be a guy that you know just just absolutely smashes with the putter um and it that's that's exactly how it worked he gained strokes tee to green uh but he lost a full stroke putting which literally was the difference between playing the weekend and heading home early so um, a little bit of a disappointing finish there with those two guys, but really the, the, the rest of the lineup wasn't exactly, I, I wasn't, a I wasn't right there with this lineup. The, uh, the rest of the lineup was so, so Brant Snedeker finished uh T12, which was good. Uh, he started off slow. I think he opened up with a 72 and then he was under 70 the rest of the week, put up 78 almost 78 DraftKings points. Uh, and then Neiman, Joaquin Neiman and Harry Higgs, who just sort of, I don't even know how to describe it, just sort of existed, I guess, would be the way to describe it. Uh, Neiman had had 14 birdies on the week, which is pretty impressive, uh, but he also had 15 bogeys. So he he just could not putt. No matter how you, no matter how you slice it, seven point three strokes lost just on the greens is is not ideal. If he if he was just simply neutral, like didn't even didn't gain gain any strokes, just just was neutral, he would have been easily easily in the top fifteen, I would say, uh, and probably closer to a top ten finish. His ball striking was solid. He even hit. More greens and regulation. I alluded to it before uh, with Cam Smith not uh, not gaining strokes on approach. Neiman actually hit more greens and regulation than Cam Smith did, um, but obviously the results were very different. So, uh, and then Harry Higgs at super low ownership made it through the cut. Had sort of an uneven week. Uh, had a couple rounds over seventy and a couple of sixty eights, and ended up with sixty five DraftKings points. So. Not our best effort for sure. 
the the optimizer was not up and running last week so we will uh we'll get that sorted out and in the next couple of weeks if you're listening to this you'll be able to uh to test drive it and see see what you think about it using of course the the power ranking model um, so let's let's quickly uh, go through. I, I mentioned last week we're gonna do sort of like a stat of the week or something that's sort of caught my eye, uh, something that you should know for this week. So we're we're turning our attention to the American Express, the the Amex Golf, whatever they want to call it. Um, just a just a brutal name, but it is an interesting tournament, if only for the fact that. There is a three-course rotation. So what that means is it's a pro-am, and these guys are going to play three different courses, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The cut will be Saturday, so you're getting 54 holes out of every golfer, uh, which takes, I guess, some of the sting away if you if you do have a guy that misses the cut. Um, obviously, we always want six of six, but it's there, there's going to be a higher number than usual of lineups that cash without a six of six. So um, the the three-course rotation is is interesting for a couple of reasons. The, the thing you should know about these three courses is definitely that they are some of the easiest courses on tour. It, over the last two years, none of these courses have been even in the top 35 most difficult courses. And last year, they were in the bottom 10. Um, so super, super simple courses. La Quinta Country Club is one of the tracks. That's the easiest course, uh, was the easiest course on tour. And it actually allowed, uh, golfers averaged over five birdies or better per round, uh, for each of the last two years. So super simple course. Uh, if you have a guy rostered for the, you know, the classic mode and, he doesn't do well at La Quinta, you're probably looking at a long week because uh, if they can't take advantage there, it's gonna be it's gonna be tougher sledding everywhere else. <clears throat> the Nicholas tournament course is another very easy course that has allowed about four point eight birdies or better per round over the last couple of years. That was the second easiest course on tour. So if you have again, if you have a guy that that starts off La Quinta Nicholas or Nicholas La Quinta, and there it doesn't look like they're in it, I, it's probably not going to happen on the stadium course. The stadium course was the tenth easiest track last year, uh, and it was right around four birdies or better per round. So you're you're talking about an extra birdie or eagle per round at the at these other two courses. So you definitely want to uh, take a look at that as you are playing, making your showdown lineups during the week. Um, I think it's probably a relatively known thing now, but there are definitely still people that are going to just ignore this and make lineups however they, however they feel like making them. And I think that's a mistake because... You can absolutely find more upside if you're stacking La Quinta or if you're stacking Nicholas or even if you're just making sure that you're not playing anyone on the stadium course for uh, for showdown. I think you're probably ahead of a decent a decent portion of the field. Not everybody, of course. Like you're probably 
If you listen to three other golf podcasts this week, you're probably going to hear the same thing uh, when you when you listen to them. But there are people that are going to make lineups in a rush. They're going to just look at approach first putting, which is something we'll get to over the next couple of weeks that I'm looking into for showdown. But basically, um, we don't we don't get opportunities like this too too often, uh, especially at birdie fest like this. Like this tournament will absolutely turn into a putting contest. It has every year for as long as I can remember, and there's no reason that that would really stop. So uh, taking advantage of that and at least not putting yourself behind the eight ball is is definitely plus EV this week because there are going to be people doing the opposite. So we don't spend a ton of time talking about showdown, but this is definitely this is definitely the week where you want to uh, if you are playing showdown, you want to pay attention to that this kind of stuff. Now heading over to our course fit, we I spent some time over the weekend with uh, Rotoviz alum actually Anthony Amico. He uh, he helped me out coming up with how to sort of present the course fit score. And it's basically, I take my proximity predictions and we go through and we say, all right, uh, you know, golfer X, whoever, Tony Finau is going to have this many, uh, this many, you know, proximity attempts from 125 to 150 and this many from 150 to 175, et cetera, et cetera, work your way all the way through. And then we uh, we took their their typical birdie or better rates from each of those distances, weighted it, figured it all out, and it spits out an expected birdies per round number. So that means uh, on a typical course, the the course this week is obviously a little bit easier, like I've mentioned. So we're definitely going to see uh, higher numbers than these like quote unquote expectations. But it still should be, it still should be scaled, right? So that it's it's still a good measure of who's fitting well and who isn't. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna just go through a little bit. I just ran this uh, right before we hit record, so I'm gonna just go through this and sort of parse out each different uh, price price range for you as we as we look at this. And this this table will be in the article that posts on Tuesday. So if you want to look at the actual predictions, if you want to look at the birdie or better percentages, if you want to, uh, you know, play around with it yourself, you are absolutely more than welcome to. But when we look at the guys at 10K and up, we have Ricky Fowler, Sung Jae-in, Paul Casey, Tony Finau, Byung-Hun An, and Charles Howell III. The two highest uh, expected birdie numbers come from Ricky Fowler and Sung Jae-im, which probably isn't surprising because they're the most expensive golfers. Um, so they're definitely, uh, they're certainly in play if you can find the value. Um, then the next tier would be Casey and Finau and An and Howell are definitely sort of a notch below them as far as the expected birdies go. Um, Going as we go through and we just take a look at the um, just just raw totals, 
Scotty Scheffler at 9,500 is super interesting to me. He His power ranking score is minus 1.2 about. Um, and that that group has, has historically done pretty well uh, since I started tracking this. Uh, in the database, it goes back to about 2010 uh, with what I'm looking at right now. And golfers in the group with Scheffler have finished in the top 10 about 15% of the time and in the top 20 uh, about 28% of the time. So Scotty Scheffler is not necessarily, uh, I guess what you would call a household name, but it's he's definitely a guy who who popped a little bit in both of these models, the power ranking and the the course fit. So he's a guy that I'm interested in. Um, Sung Jaeim obviously is up there. We mentioned him already. If we if we go down a little bit to uh, below the 8K range, Vaughn Taylor at 7,900 has one of the better power ranking scores of the week. And he is uh, pretty high up there as far as expected birdies go as well. Like right now, I have him seventh in the power ranking. And uh, he's well up there in the expected birdies. It looks like about uh, 3.3 birdies per round. Um, So Vaughn Taylor is definitely, uh, definitely a guy who could find his way into the cash lock consideration. Um, a few more rapid fire guys that that definitely stick out with expected birdies. Sam Ryder, super cheap. Um, again, not necessarily a guy you want to go all in on, but definitely somebody who you could uh, you could justify taking a flyer on. Sebastian Munoz is another guy who uh, last week he missed the cut by I think a, I want to say a stroke or two. He's super high up here. He's ninth in expected birdies. And uh, he's also in the top like 12 or so in power ranking. So he's a guy that could be interesting. Um, and then it, it kind of, these numbers are pretty clustered. Rory Sabatini is another guy who uh, could could warrant some consideration. And, uh, and Tony Finau obviously always has, uh, always has this, this birdie upside. So those are those are sort of the the quick hitter guys that I'm uh, interested in based on the expected birdies metric that you'll be able to check out tomorrow uh, when this is when this is posted. Um, other than that, I just want to quickly mention before we get out of here the Bogey Free Listener League. Um, it will be on my Twitter at Matt Jones TFR. The link will be up. Uh, you can join the league so that you always get the notifications for it. We we filled, I think, before we even recorded the show on Tuesday night last week. So we'll make it a little bit bigger this week and and see how we do. But make sure you hop in there. It's uh, it's going to be five dollars. Top three pay out, and uh, we should have we should have a nice little sweat. And we will uh, we'll talk about the winning lineup during the regular show with Evan. Um, so that's going to do it for us today for Bogey Free. Reminder, I'm your host, Matt Jones. You can find me on Twitter at MattJonesTFR. And we will talk tomorrow. See ya.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.